This is the Let Get Discussion Podcast. Guess who's possessed? And if you don't know, let me break it down for you again. Okay, party people in the house. You're about to witness something you've never witnessed before. It is my pleasure, it is my treat, it is my honor to introduce to you the man that needs no introduction. Of course he don't need an introduction or else you wouldn't have bought the goddamn podcast. Ladies and germs, get ready for the E-double-E, a.k.a. Kid Dynamite. A.K.A. The Magnificent with the Sensational Style. A.K.A. The nigga from last year. A.K.A. Stop. Hold up. Pause. Quit. Change the groove and fuck it up a little bit. Who the fuck is this E? Welcome back to the EDP Collective Discussion Podcast. It's the show again. It's the 8 for 80, 8 question 80s. Who cares about that? Listen, we have a very special guest. have a returning guest here. He's been on the show before. Everyone loves him. Everyone loves him on Twitter and Facebook and we're all great social media things are done. Um, they call him Hail Mary. Ladies and gentlemen, back one more time. Be more and Brian Moore, and thank you for coming to the show. Hey, thanks for having me. It's good to be back. Now, the, the big question is, where have you been? You haven't been on the show for like five years. It, it feels like it, doesn't it? Yeah, it's, it's ridiculous. But um, it, it's, it's good to have you back. Now, what we're doing is we're, we're reminiscing about the 80s because we love the 80s. Uh, my opinion, greatest decade ever. I don't know shit about the 60s, though, so who knows? Um, so what I want to do is um, have some of my favorite guests back, and so we can talk, um, we talk 80s, so I devised eight questions. Maybe it'll turn into more. Who knows? But I just wanted to do some reminiscing here. You, you, you okay with that? Yeah, that sounds great. All right, so... First, first question is, we all grew up watching cartoons, and if you didn't, if you listen to this and you didn't grow up watching cartoons, you probably should just turn the podcast off. Um, but, you know, whether it was before you went to school, whether it was after school, and of course, Saturday mornings, Saturday morning cartoons are over now, so we're using this to reminisce. What were your favorite cartoon theme songs? There were so many good ones, you know. It's um, it's easy. It'd be easy for me to say GI Joe, of course. You know, Transformers was a great one. Uh, Thundercats. 
those uh, those boys action uh, cartoons. Um, but then, I guess uh, when you get into the Saturday morning cartoons, um, one of my favorites was the Gummy Bears. Oh, of course, Gummy Bears, yeah. Faithful and friendly with stories to share All through the forest they sing out in chorus Marching along as their song fills the air You know, I, I had mentioned that earlier to my wife and, and she actually had never even heard of the show. I don't know where she was on Saturday mornings. But... Oh, no. She, she was not bouncing here and there and everywhere. <laughs> not at all. And uh, Muppet Babies was another good one. Definitely. It had a, a Sha Na Na vibe. Yeah, it did. Uh, almost, almost, almost an acapella type feel, except there was a little bit of music in the background. Yeah. And then... Uh, one that I'd, I'd actually completely forgotten about, and then uh, as I was watching some videos on YouTube before the podcast, um, the chipmunks. One of the things I miss is is the, the, the way the cartoons came on. They actually got you hyped to watch the show. Now it's just they just come on like they're sitcoms. Yeah, you're right. There's not there's not a lot of cartoons nowadays that have uh, good theme songs. I, I think um, probably the, the only one that that comes to mind that that has kind of that '80s feel to it is Gravity Falls. See, I've never even heard of that. I thought you were gonna say SpongeBob. Uh, it's it's a great show. I, yeah. My kids watch it, and uh, I watch along with them. Okay, well, I'll, I'll put a note in for that. Now, I got a, I got an important question here. Yeah. G.I. Joe theme song. Do you go Cobra and Destro or Cobra the Enemy? I, th- I think in my mind, if I'm if I'm singing along with that, it's usually Cobra and Destro. <laughs> I always wonder what the hell was that about. I, I mean, so it's the whole outfit of Cobra plus one guy. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> what was that? I didn't get it. Well, I think it was it was it was just going on to show you that that Destro was just an independent contractor. But yeah, <laughs> definitely was. Well, they could also say Cobra and Destro and Sartan, but I guess it wouldn't have went with the uh, with the rhythm. Was <laughs> how I always wonder about now. What is our official opinion on the the Cobra themed theme song? For, you you're talking about the one from GI Joe the movie? Yeah, that god awful movie. Um, I, the movie itself wasn't great, but, but the, the theme song I thought was, uh, was pretty awesome. Um, when I, when I was in college, I, I DJed at the local college station. I did an 80s show every Sunday night, um, from like eight to 11. Nice. And, and that was actually, uh, the song that I played to, to end my <laughs> night. Now this, this, you know, this is back in the, the days that predated any kind of, uh, YouTube or or the ability to you know record sound off the internet or something like that. So the way I actually did this was uh, 
I played this. I had it on VHS at the time, so I played it and recorded it directly to a cassette tape, and then I played the cassette tape uh, over the air. Nice. So it was not the highest quality, but uh, but you had to give props for actually having it. Yeah, yeah, because yeah, oh. I, I, I'm sure I probably could have found it on somewhere online. I mean, the internet did exist at that time. I didn't go to college that long ago, <laughs> but um, I didn't. I wouldn't have known where to look for it. Now they had another one. I don't know if it was extreme or something. It was an actually a good theme song. The, the cartoon was just god awful though. I don't know, remember which one it was. It, it was it the "Got to Get Tough"? No, yeah, no, no okay. I didn't like that one. That one yeah, was terrible. Yeah, that was just um, uh, that wasn't even a song. It was more of just like a chant. Yeah, <laughs> it was just, uh, positive reinforcement. It was trying to make you feel good. I don't know. Uh, I don't know. If I find it, I'm gonna play it. Um, second question: what Kind of fucking bike did you have? Well, I had um, my first bike was it, it was a BMX. And was BMX actually a brand of bike or was it just a style of bike? I think it was a. I think it was. I think it was a. Wasn't it a part of Huffy? It might have been. So I guess maybe my, my first bike was, if it was a Huffy, then, or if, if it, I remember being a, saying BMX on it. So yeah. maybe it was a Huffy BMX or, or what. But I I know for a fact that my second bike was a Peugeot. The Peugeot? Yeah. Nice. How, could, how did they find a Peugeot for you? I, I have no idea. You know, I'm, I'm, I have some, some French ancestry, so uh, maybe... Maybe it was it was props to that. Nice. Now now between the uh, Peugeot and the BMX, which one did you like better? What was the color scheme that we were working with here? The BMX uh, was was mostly red. Um, red. I think it had some blue in it, and then the Peugeot was black and yellow. And you know that I'm a Steelers fan, uh, but actually, <laughs> but uh, the the bike actually predates my my football fandom oh okay so it, it was just a coincidence that, but I, I'd have to say probably the, the black and yellow just had more a cooler paint, paint scheme more memorable okay I'm down with that now for those who are playing at home my favorite cartoon, cartoon theme song is Scooby Doo I love the Scooby Doo theme song and if you've uh, if you've been to the site just did a Scooby Doo podcast listen to it um I had a Stu Thompson I had a Stu Thompson bike, and all of my friends, we begged for a Stu Thompson bike. They came in white, chrome, and crimson red. And all of my friends, we all had different ones. They were, I think those were Huffies too. And remember the, the on the bar, they would have the little styrofoam or foam things with the Velcro cover around them? Oh yeah, yep. Oh, we had those, they had one there, and one on the, on the handlebars, the grips, oh. Bikes were status symbols back in the day. Oh yeah, I, I remember. I used to, I used to uh, probably once a week. I'd take my bike and flip it up on upside down onto its handlebars and wash that thing. Like yeah, you take the bucket out. Yeah. Oh. Heck, I I, used, I wash my bike a heck of a lot more often than I than I wash my car nowadays. Yeah, and it was it was cool because people would walk by and see you washing it. Uh, I remember one time I had um I had a 
a, a stopwatch or something, and I super glued it to my handlebar so I'd have a clock <laughs> on, on my bike. Uh, you, you, your bike was an extension of yourself. It was such a good time. Yeah. Now, now did you have uh, like a like a the horn or the or a bell or, or something on your handlebars? I never had a horn or a bell. The only closest thing I did I had is when I was real little. I had a big wheel with a police siren on it, and I used to wake up the neighborhood on Saturday mornings. That's it. I have one of those on my bike. It, it was kind of the. Um, it looks the, the the speaker thing. It looked it looks a lot like uh, the speaker that comes comes on the USS flag. Nice. Which, um, but it, I remember it having. I think it might have two or three different siren sounds, and I think <laughs> it it might have. I might have been able even to talk into a microphone. Jesus, and, and have it's it like Snake Mountain. <laughs> <laughs> he had Snake Mountain on his bike. It's incredible. I would have been so jealous. Yeah, I was spoiled. I was an only child. Me too, but I guess people didn't care about me. Oh. Uh, <laughs> so, the, the third question. Do you remember your first crush? Well, um, I remember... I don't say Lady J. No, no. This I'm, I, I can't even believe I'm, I'm saying this, but um, I remember the first crush. It was, it was a cartoon. <laughs> um... But I remember really, for some reason, having a a thing for the uh, the little girl that had that was kidnapped on, on the movie The Rescuers. <laughs> that is incredible. That is the number one uh, greatest answer to any question on the ED feed. I, I I think her name was Penny, but I'm not I'm not positive there. For some I don't I don't even remember what she looked like, but uh. I haven't seen that movie in a long time, but for some reason I remember thinking, as a kid, that uh, like she was the the first, the first time I ever thought that a girl was was pretty, even though she was only a cartoon. Nice, ladies and gentlemen, um, Penny uh, <laughs> from the Rescuers, um, also known as Pen. Um, please uh, go and find uh, this movie so you can relive the crush. That is, um, <laughs> that Brian had on the little girl from the uh, Morningside Orphanage. <laughs> and the big apple. Oh. oh, that is, that is, that is wonderful. I think, uh, ironically, I think my first crush was uh, Janet Jackson, who played Penny on Good Times. <laughs> so, there you go. Must, maybe it's the name. It's, it's got to be the name. Yeah, so now next we'll get um, uh, How, Howard Decker on here, and his crush will be the Penny from the Penny cartoon on PBS. <laughs> <laughs> so, you talk about the claymation one with the pennies for, for eyes? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> She was hot. She had pigtails. Um, <laughs> okay, now um, we, we're gonna go. We're gonna go back. We're still in. We're still in the eighties. At some point in the eighties. Um, here's a question: How old were you in 1985? I was seven. Seven. That's a great age. Um, so, what were your favorite songs back when you were in grade school? Well, I remember. 
probably the first song that I remember really hearing on the radio and, and liking on my own without being influenced by any, anyone else was um, We Built This City by Starship. Nice, the starship. Okay, okay. And um, I was, I, I, I loved uh, "Beat It." Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, trying to think of a few others. I, I remember later on, probably, I think this, this would be probably about fifth grade. Um, my, my friends and I, for some reason, we got really into uh, "Pour Some Sugar on Me." Of course. Like, um, did you understood the lyrics? I still didn't. Understand. I no. never understood. <laughs> I, I'm still not 100 percent sure what they were talking about. Really, no, it was definitely over my head back then. Yeah, definitely. Okay. I think actually, I, I honestly thought that he was talking about sugar, like like what? like literally, <laughs> literally. Which which, you know, pouring sugar on someone, to me, you pour something that, that's that's a liquid, more so than like actual just powdered sugar. So. I'm thinking you you, you liquefy, liquefy sugar and you pour that on somebody and you're talking attempted murder charges. <laughs> and what and, and and what a way to die too. Yeah, so what happened to it? What what was the cause of death? <laughs> sugar. <laughs> oh, oh, you ate too much of it? No, somebody poured it on him. He suffocated. It was sweet suffocation. I like to. Um, I, the good thing about the 80s and the, and the music was there were, here's the thing, there were no, mm, I want to say, whack or terrible songs. It was like, even if the songs were bad, nobody ever really just called them bad. It was yeah. just, they were just, they played them and you're like, oh, I don't like that or something. But there were no just bad artists that you're like, I mean, you can listen to Van Halen and then you would listen to Weird Al. And then you listen to Prince, and then you listen to Mr. Mister. It just—it didn't matter what what came, what came on. And it was such a great time in the '80s. Like around the '90s, that's when people started saying, "Well, that's that's just a terrible song." Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right. And but the thing is, you know, you could look you could look back now at, at certain songs from the '80s or oh, they're terrible now. Yeah, but, but, when you're living it. Yeah, definitely. But yeah, when you when that song was new. It doesn't matter what the song was, they were all pretty much catchy. Yeah, you, you would turn on um, Falco, the Rock Me Amadeus, and just, hey, this is, this is pretty kick-ass. What is he talking about? No clue. <laughs> Class, classical music. Yeah, it's like, yeah, I heard something about uh, Amadeus, or um, you would hear uh, Mr. Roboto, you're like, duh, okay. It looks like a Shogun warrior. In the video, I like that. I, I want to play with. I want to play with robots. <laughs> More robots. I mean, they, that was the, the '80s with a decade for robots. Hell yeah! You got your Voltron. You had Rosie. Yeah. Um, what was the Buck Rogers one? Twiggy was that Twiggy? Yeah, I, I think or, so. Or was that Black Hole? It was one or the other. No, Black Hole was um, those. Oh, man, there were two of them. One of them was all beat, beat up and. I think I've only seen the movie one time. I, I think I, in fact, actually, I uh, had like a coloring book, a black hole coloring book, and I'd never seen the movie. I didn't know anything that it was about, and uh, I kind of made my own story 
I, I was the same way. I had black hole pajamas, and I never saw. The, <laughs> I I don't know. I I can't remember. I think the robot was the robot name like Bob or something. <laughs> something like that. Yeah. But then, no, yeah. no, 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 he's a rapper. <laughs> yeah, uh, awful, awful rapper. <laughs> terrible, terrible, terrible rapper. Um, okay. What is the first movie you remember seeing in the theater? Um, I'm not sure if it was, which one was first, but um, there's two there that stand out to me. One of them was um, The Fox and the Hound. Mm-hmm. And the other one was E.T. Now, I'm, I'm going to say it was probably E.T. I think my grandfather took me to huh. see it. I have, to this day, I've still never seen that movie. You've never seen E.T.? No, I have no plans on ever seeing that movie. Well, yeah, you know, I mean, at, at the time, it was kind of a cultural phenomenon, but it, it's not that good of a movie. That's what I hear. So what happened was... The movie came out, and, and I didn't grow up with, I didn't grow up in a big let's go to the movies family. I went to the drive-ins, but they, my parents would make me put on my pajamas to go to the drive-in because I would fall asleep. I didn't care. And I only wanted to see the cartoon in the beginning that told you to go to the food uh, stand. That's the only thing I went there for. I needed to see the dancing uh, popcorn and soda. But um, E.T. came out. And I remember seeing the Michael Jackson poster with E.T. And I saw a Reese's Pieces commercial with E.T. And I said, well, maybe, maybe I'll check out E.T. But then the worst thing happened. I played the video game. Oh. And soon as someone, someone had the Atari 2600 video game and I played it and hashtag landfill, if you, if you've played the game, you know it's awful. If you haven't played the game, it's awful. And I, I couldn't, I didn't want to, I didn't want anything to do with ET after I played that game. That's what happened. Yeah, that I think that would definitely spoil. <laughs> and if they if, if they had made a game that bad for any movie, it doesn't matter what the movie was, it would it would spoil it. Yeah, um, good thing we didn't play the Star Wars video game before we saw. <laughs> <laughs> because that had no- do you remember the um um the gi joe video games on nintendo yeah i don't i, I tried to play them like re- as recently as last month i can't i don't understand anything about it i just like the fact that you could be like stalker and snake eyes and stuff but you talk you talk about the nes ones yeah 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 i i, I couldn't play them i don't know how to do anything well you know the the, the second one was a was a lot more complicated than the first. There was like a yeah, like a map screen that you'd have to move around on, and uh, you could call in like gung ho to like restore your ammo or something like that. And it, yeah, I remember that one being a lot more complicated. Yeah, and I had Captain Gridiron on it. On the, I think it was the first one. I'm like, I don't even remember Gridiron. But... Yeah, I know, I know. What a, what an obscure character. <laughs> I was like, you know? it was it was like uh, Duke got it, Snake Eyes cool, Rocket Roll got it, Captain Gridiron. I think the, the 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 unreleased third version of that game was going to have Scoop on the cover. G.I. <laughs> Joe Cameraman. Exactly. Okay. Um, <laughs> scoop. A Scoop reference on the ADP. <laughs> um, okay. Did you ever go to drive-ins? 
I, I did a couple times. Um, there was one that it had been an old closed down drive-in, um, and then they, they, they brought it back with the, you know, with like the, um, you put your radio station on an AM station and, and that's how you get your set. Oh, that's cool. I never heard of that. I, yeah, I guess it was a lot better than the, um, the little speaker things that you put in your window. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, you're going to get it at least in somewhat stereo that way. The only downside is you, get, you got your battery running in the hole. That is uh, true. So, you know, if you, if you have kind of an old battery, there's a good chance your car's not going to start afterwards. But, um... <laughs> Uh, uh, hashtag stranded at the driver. Um, uh, Danny Zuka. <laughs> um, what the movie was. I, it was a double feature. I think the. I want to say it was like back. What was that movie called? Backdraft? Is that the one with the firefighters? Fire, yeah, yeah, that, yeah. Was that, huh. that was the first one, and then I must have fallen asleep before the second one came on. I don't remember what it was. Um, uh, young young folks driving theaters were a thing. <laughs> you were driving your car, and you would put a speaker. They had a, either the, a hook, or you put it on the side of your the driver's side window. And you just listen to the movie. And and some people, if you live far enough away, you would just go find a real tall hill and some binoculars and just watch the movie for free and mouth the words. <laughs> yeah. Because you had no sound. But I, I used to love going there just for those cartoons. Um, what is the first album or cassette tape that you remember owning? Um, the first album... Um, I think it was Michael Jackson Thriller. Everyone had to have Thriller. Yeah, I mean that's a that's a even today that's a seminal album. It, it, it's arguably one of the the best albums of, of the entire decade. No, definitely. Okay. Thriller. Now, what if you had to pick favorite song off Thriller? Um, I'm gonna have to probably say. Beat it. I think that was the one that, that made me want that album in the first place. Okay, I can see that. I can see that. I think the video, I, I used to like the song. The video kind of ruined it for me, but what happened was I ended up liking Eat It more. <laughs> and I think that's what soured me on Beat Us. Like, Eat It is a great video. You know, that that, that might be true pretty much any song that, that Weird Al has, has spoofed. His, he, his song ends up being better. Yeah, you're, you're right. <laughs> but I, I remember, and that was a great thing about this time because you didn't even have like the internet to know that the artists were coming or new songs were coming out or anything like that. You would literally see Beat It and you, you would love Beat It. You try to dance, you would try to would beg for the Beat It jacket. Realize none of the zippers were actually functional, and <laughs> no, it's, it's literally two pockets, 39 zippers, two pockets. But <laughs> and then you would sit down one day, and then you would think that beat is just coming on, but you're like the beat that's the, the beat is just a little off, and then, <laughs> and then Aiden would come on, and you would just you would just sit there in shock, like what is happening? 
Oh, such a such a such a great time. Um, what about what about how did you get your candy money? Did you have a, a paper route? Did you get an allowance? Did you go mow lawns? Were you a uh, were you a were you like lover boy? Were you a man whore? What did you do <laughs> to get your money when you were in the in the in the eighties there? Um, early on, I, I think. I think my mom or my my grandmother just I think they just gave me money. Nice. Um, That's the best way. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's definitely the, the way to you know to raise your kids and teach them the, <laughs> the value of a dollar. No, but um, once I got probably I think probably towards like late elementary school and, and towards middle school I'd, I had to start earning it. So I remember. Um, I didn't have a paper route or anything like that, but, but um, one of my chores was to uh, scoop up dog poop in the yard and uh, go dump it. We had woods out behind our house, so I'd have to go dump it back there. Are you scooping it? Wow, the Beaver <laughs> Scooper Incorporation. Yeah, yeah. Just like uh, I don't know, I don't know if out your way if uh, it exists, but we have uh, these signs. All around, just like like almost like handmade, hand placed signs that say "Mr. Scoop," <laughs> and but then it doesn't say anything else. We got Scoop the GI Joe uh, cameraman. We got Brian's pooping scooping, and then we have handmade. This is the Scoop show with without anybody from under Scoop. <laughs> but uh, that, that was one of my jobs, and then the, another job was we had the stone driveway, and uh, I had to take a rake because anytime anybody drove in the driveway, it would inevitably throw some stones out into, into the grass. So I'd have to take a rake all along the edge of the driveway and, and rake <laughs> the stones back in. It was it, it was not a, a fun job because, you know, I'd, I'd rake and I'd miss the stones and I'd end, I'd end up, you know, pulling grass and dirt onto the driveway. Oh, Jesus. So, was it, uh, was it Stone Raker, uh... Uh, James Bond movie. <laughs> it was. Uh, okay. It was an unreleased yeah. Bond movie. <laughs> wow. Okay. That's now. That's the thing. Now tell me this. This is. This is. Say you're in the, uh, middle school, elementary. Sure. You had mm, two dollars. You had two dollars. You can go to the store. The candy store, the corner store, and to get whatever you want. What are you getting with that two dollars? Um, I could, I, you know, I could picture the the store right now. Even going inside and, and looking at all the stuff in the aisles, and I'm gonna have to probably say garbage pail kids. Oh, you gotta have the go. Garbage pail kids were amazing. Yeah, they were the best. I, you know, I kept so much, so much of my stuff from when I was a kid. And uh, that's just one of the one things that I wish I had kept. Now, oh. I'm pretty sure my mother threw all of mine away. She hated living with show kids. What a passion. <laughs> but understandable. Looking back, looking back at those cards now. Yeah, and, and the rule was you never peel off the sticker. Oh, no, definitely not. I would go like over a friend's house and there would be like a sticker on like his wall. I'm like, what the heck? You can't. Even if you had doubles, you never peel off the sticker. You would trade those for something that you didn't have. Yeah. Remember the the, the card, the checklist cards? Yep. Oh, those are great because you you at least read and see the ones you don't have and you just wonder what they look like. 
Yeah, yeah, you're right. And and you know, I loved the back of the cards that had you know like that like it was like a file yeah. about the garbage pail kid. You know, one of the cards I, I I used to get all the time were were Alf cards. I've never seen an Alf card. You've never seen an Alf card. They 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 would come in with like, you know, just like they were the the typical movie or TV show cards that seemed to exist for every TV show in the eighties. Mm -hmm. But they'd always come with one Boolea baseball card. Are you now, serious? Yeah. So now, if you if you if you remember Alf Gordon Shumway yeah. used to play professional Boolea baseball on Melmac. Right. So the Boolea baseball cards were cards of all these different players. I don't know. I don't know how many of them they had. Twenty or thirty different cards or something like that. And they, but they, they looked like a like a typical baseball card with a player pose in the front and then stats on the back and. Uh, you know the number of, of they were all random things like the number of uh, fishes or fish caught um, <laughs> in the outfield. Oh my God! And uh, I actually remember one of the cards I got was actually Alf, the uh, his, his boy baseball card, and that's just another thing that I'll bet you that was probably in the same government cheese box as my uh, my. Garbage Pail Kids cards. And you had an authentic uh, Gordon No Problem Shumway card? That's right. Wow. I wonder what those are worth right now. Like, if you had, like, a complete set. It has to be worth something. You know, I'm going to... There, there's always a, a few people at RetroCon every year that have, um, like, complete sets of of the different cards and things like that. I'll bet you somebody's had an ALF one. I'm going to have to look next year. I would definitely, because I, I highly consider tracking down, like, the first and second series of Garbage Pail Kids. Oh, yeah. I'm, I'm, they're worth quite a bit, too. I, can, oh, I mean, I used to have so, I mean, shoe boxes full. I collected those more than my basketball and football cards. Oh, yeah, me too. They're a lot more entertaining for a kid than, uh, than you know, a baseball or basketball card or whatever. I mean... Every once in a while, you might get a player that you actually like. Most of the time, you get a player you've never heard of. Yeah, but it, I mean, if you if you were able to get the leaky Lindsay, then <laughs> you're incredible. Now, listen, as as much as I collected, I never had Adam Bomb. I don't think I did either. I never had that guy. That is the garbage bell kid, and I've never seen him in the wild. I've never seen <laughs> a legitimate, authentic Adam Bomb ever. Yeah. Well, you know, you you were, when you were talking about sticking them, you know, not or not sticking them. I remember um, when I was in elementary school, the first year that we had lockers. I think grades first, first, second, third grade, we didn't have we didn't have a locker. We just had like a cubby inside the classroom. But fourth, fifth, and sixth grade were on the other side of the building. Those were the older grades, and you got a locker. I don't think we had a lock in the locker, but it was just a locker itself. And I remember inside my locker, the kid that had it the year before me. Stuck, not garbage pill kids cards, but um, the wacky packages or wacky what they call those. You know the ones I'm talking about? They were like they were they were like a um, it's like a picture of a a product. Oh yeah, but, I do remember what you're talking. Yeah, 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 yeah. So like yeah. instead of instead of crest toothpaste, it was crust. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Those so, were so, hilarious. Yeah, they were, and. and um, I, I was lucky enough to have like two or three of them stuck on the inside of my locker for my fourth grade year. Nice. Wow. See, we, we were entertained by so little. <laughs>
but it was such a, it was such a great such a great time. Um, now the last question that I have for you, at least the last official question I have for you, is the '80s. What was your favorite '80s slang word? Well, it'd probably be easy to you know the easy answer would probably be like rad or something like that, but. To be honest with you, I don't know. I don't know how often I ever actually said that word, except for when you're uh, mentioning the movie. Yeah, or the or the racer. <laughs> yes, the racer, which is not better than Outrun, by the way. Oh no, no it's, it's not better than pole position. Absolutely not. But you did get to um, do the radio station. That is what was incredible. Yeah. What was my favorite East thing word? I'm gonna have to probably say, uh, duh. <laughs> you know, a lot, a lot of times when you think of an indie slang word or something like that, you're thinking of a word that you begin a sentence with. But I'm gonna go the other route. <laughs> the the suffix of indie slang words. Duh. Yeah. You know what? I like that. I like I like that. Now I would have went with either fresh. I really liked fresh. Or psych. Oh, psych would be good. That's another, that's another one you can put at the end of a sentence. Yeah, psych was incredible. Now, was was not in the 80s? Not, not was in the 80s, and it trickled into the 90s, right? Yeah, yeah. But, you know, I, I kind of see that with... Well, I was going to say, I kind of see that with Fresh, too. Fresh really kind of got started in the 80s, but I don't think it really... See, I, I always connect Fresh with the Fresh Prince. Oh, that doesn't count. But he started in the 80s. That's true. Yeah. So, yeah. But Psych, Psych didn't make the trek to, to the 90s. No. Psych, 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 and duh. <laughs> <sighs> okay, well, that's that's what I had for the for the eight 80s uh, questions. Now, a couple of things. Do you have anything that you want to tell the people? You, you got anything you want to plug, anything that's going on? Are you just follow you on Twitter? Anything you want to tell um, they just can follow me on Twitter at, at bmorin54. Um, nothing to plug. I, I mean, I was doing the uh, Walking Dads podcast for a while, but uh, I lost my co-host. And to be honest with you, I, I I found it really tough to do. You know, on a Sunday night, trying to get the, the podcast released early in the week, it was we, we I'd be up sometimes on like a Monday night editing it, and I'm kind of a perfectionist, so I would actually go through. Um, and, and eliminate any long pauses and oh yeah so i kind of found myself after a while after probably doing i think we probably did about well we did a full season of it so after probably about 16 episodes i found myself whenever the show was coming on not looking forward to it because, <laughs> because it meant oh, another three hours of, of editing a podcast so i said well you know i'm not gonna i'm not gonna not enjoy the show because i want to do a podcast on it because that's just going to reflect in the podcast anyway that is fair. I'm, I'm down with that. And with your wrinkled pussy, I can't be a lover. <laughs>